If you, you came ready, you came anticipating, Praise God. Hallelujah. Did you come waiting and looking for the supernatural? Did you come in here? Oh, my Lord, I feel, I feel expectation in the building tonight. In Jesus' name, God's made some promises to some people in here. Your children are promised. Amen, amen. Well, before we get any further, we're going to do something. We're going to pray for Brother, Brother Nick. We're going to ask God to touch him. He's had an infirmity in his body. And I want God to touch him and heal him in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's all pray right now, Lord, in the power of the Holy Ghost. I ask you right now, Lord, by the power of those stripes, by the power of your name, by the power of the blood, by the power of the word, to heal my brother. Whatever it is, God, that's out of alignment. God, whatever it is that's out of balance. It may be a chemical imbalance. Whatever it is, God, let your hand move in right now and let your healing mercy flow right now. Let the power of God be glorified in his body right now. Let the glory of the gospel come into his life right now. Everybody said in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know what you came expecting on a Wednesday night, but you know what? I feel that anticipation you got tonight. Amen. Let's go to the book of Joshua. Joshua, the third chapter. If I could back up a week and recapture what was here last Wednesday night when we quit and just carry that on. I'd love to do it because there was a power. There was a, there was a river. There was a flow of the Holy Ghost in this place last Wednesday night. And your response to the word is what brought that, praise God. I want you to know our response to him causes him to do more. Hallelujah. It just does. I've seen it too many times. Joshua 3, verse 10. And Joshua said, Hereby you shall know that the living God is among you. Everybody say, among you. And that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Hivites and the Perizzites and the Girgashites and the Amorites and the Jebusites. All those sites are leaving, praise God. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passeth over before you into Jordan. Now, therefore, take you twelve men out of the tribes of Israel, out of every tribe a man. And it shall come to pass, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that came down from above, and they shall stand up upon a heap. And it came to pass when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan, and the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people, and as they that bear the ark were come unto Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water, for Jordan overfloweth all his banks all the time of harvest that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon a heap very far from the city, Adam, that is beside Zaratan, and those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea, failed and were cut off, and the people passed over right against Jericho. He proclaimed it, and it happened. 
He proclaimed what God was going to do. Let me preach to you on this little thought. The step that changed the world. The step that changed the world. Lord God of heaven, this is your people. Your great people. Lord, your great church here. Praying, Lord God, the words that you have given me and the anointing that you have sent, Lord, would minister to them tonight. And we could pa pass over Jordan in our life. We can pass over that thing that holds us back from our promises. We can get the courage, God, to step out in faith and allow you to manifest your will and your power in our life. We give you praise and glory. And everybody said, in Jesus' name. You can be seated. Amen. The step that changed the world. In Numbers 13, Moses brings the children of Israel up to Jordan. He stops and he picks out a man from each tribe and he sends them over into the land. And they're there about 40 days, and they're going up and down, back and forth, looking at the land, looking at the cities, looking at all the inhabitants, looking at everything that is there. They have been living under a promise for so many years. The whole time they were in Egypt, they were living with a promise. They were living with a destiny that was beyond Egypt. I just came to tell somebody in here tonight, you're living with a destiny that's beyond where you are. You're living with a destiny that's somewhere different from where you're sitting tonight, praise God. It's in a better place. It's in a higher place. I'm talking to somebody tonight that has not yet stepped into their promise, stepped into their destiny. It may be a ministry. It may be a job. It may be a business you're going to start. It may be a marriage. It may be a lot of things. But I'm talking to somebody tonight because I felt the Holy Ghost when he quickened this to me. There is something that you've been promised. There's something that is in your destiny that you are yet to fulfill and yet to reach, praise God. Some of you think about this almost daily. You feel something moving in your life. You feel something that's beyond. Not, not and I'm talking about something in the Holy Ghost that God wants to do in your life. I want to tell you that there's some things we have to do sometime to get those promises. Promises are are a wonderful thing. But unless we move ourselves, you know what? Promises will move you. Okay, now don't get too quiet on me. We got we got something going on here tonight. We may have to stand back up and back up a step and get what we had a few minutes ago and then go forward, praise God. But promises will move you. Promises brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. Promise brought them across the Red Sea. Promise brought them across that wilderness area and brought them up to the banks of Jordan. Brought them up to the place where they were looking across the river at their promise. Some of you have been within sighting distance. You've been within a place where you can sense it. You can feel it. Yeah, yeah I know. I know you have. I know you have. I know you have. I've been there myself. When you know, you can feel it. I'm just right there at, at, at that place where God's going to 
begin to move in me and through me and use me. I'm just right there and, and yet somehow or other you didn't get through that and you didn't get it. Praise God. And somebody in here tonight came with an anticipation and you're going to leave here tonight, I believe with all of my heart, with the faith and the courage to step into what God has promised. If God promised it to you, there's not a reason in the world why you can't have it, praise God. If God has said it to you, there's nothing that can stop the plan of God in your life, praise God, except unbelief in our life. Unbelief in us can do what devils can't. Unbelief in us can stop what tens of thousands of devils can't. It's one little drop of unbelief in our heart can stop us from stepping that, that last step. You see, I'm going to jump ahead of myself a little bit. This last step that they took, what we read about, when they finally took the Ark of the Covenant on their shoulders and stepped into the water, the water was overflowing. It was, it was harvest time, and this, the Bible said the river always overflowed at harvest time. You know, I've prayed a lot of times and said, God, when somebody new would come to church or somebody that I knew God had been dealing with and God had been working with and I'd heard some of the promises that came. When I when I knew they were a promise, I knew that they were they they, they were they were just in that place where it's gonna happen. We know it's gonna happen, we just don't know when it where it's gonna happen. I've prayed a lot of times, God make it easy for them. But you know what? It hardly ever happens that way. It's hardly ever just an automatic shift. It's almost always something that's going to change your thinking. It's almost always something that's going to have you come into a place where you finally say, okay, I'm letting go of this secure place where I'm at, and I'm going to step into that unknown, but the unknown has got the hand of God in it. The unknown has got a promise waiting on me, praise God. The unknown is what God wants in my life, and I'm going to trust him that whatever he has planned for me is going to be a good thing, praise God. Clap your hand to the Lord in Jesus' name. I don't know about y'all, but it's got a fire going up here tonight. <laughs> praise the Lord. I brought some clean clothes. We ain't worried about it. I come every time. I got my little bag and I got some clean clothes in there and I got me a set of pants and I got a shirt because I come expecting to get hot. Hallelujah, because I'm expecting to get into the Holy Ghost. I'm expecting to jump into the devil's ball game and kick him out, praise God. I came expecting the God of heaven to move in this place tonight. I came expecting to lay hands on somebody and feel the power of God course through them. I came expecting God to heal. I came expecting God to deliver. I came expecting God to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. I don't know about you, but that's just the way he does things. And I came looking for him to be who he said he would be, praise God. Yeah, make it ring all over the building in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. The children of Israel sent the spies in. They went in, they looked around, they came back. Joshua and Caleb said, let's go get it, it's ours. Brother, 10 of them came back and said, no, wait a minute. Don't jump too quick, everybody. There's giants over there. They came back and they had, they had a limb, brother. And on that limb, they had some pomegranates and they had some figs and they had some grapes. And I could imagine one of them saying, man, get another grape. 
These two boys came back. They had their own idea. We're going to go get this. We're gonna, we got a little taste from the other side, but we're going to go back and get some more, praise God, because God promised that to us. I know there's giants living over there, but God knew that when he promised it. He brought us out of Egypt. He had destroyed the Egyptian army. He opened the Red Sea. The clouds been over us the whole way. The fiery pillars been over us at night. God's been blessed. We know he's with us. Let's just go on over and get some more of this, praise God. I just got home. Oh my Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost Church. Life Church, I'm going to tell you right now, there's a, just a like a bundle of grapes hanging in front of you. It's yours. God promised it to you. It's been promised over and over and over and over and over. But we got to just step in and say, okay, we're proclaiming it's the time of the Lord. We're proclaiming it's revival time. We're proclaiming it's, oh my Lord, it's healing time. We're proclaiming it's baptism time. We're proclaiming it's Holy Ghost time. We're proclaiming it's bust the walls out time. We're proclaiming it's time for the power of God to be manifest in Jesus' name. Now, I'm going to tell you what, I wouldn't doubt a bit that Brother Sister Gandy's not sitting somewhere tonight watching online. And they didn't put any halters on me. They didn't put any blinders on me. They didn't tell me I couldn't preach about revival. They didn't tell me I couldn't rebuke devils. They didn't tell us we couldn't have healing. You know what they're doing? They're sitting in that room tonight and they may be just praying. She may be up dancing a little dance around there saying, oh, thank you, Jesus, it's revival time. Thank you, Jesus, it's healing time. Thank you, Jesus, it's power time. Oh, I can tell you now, they want revival. I've heard it in their voice. I've heard it when we were talking they're wanting revival they're wanting a move of God and I hear it in you I see it in you there's something happening in the Holy Ghost praise God let me just show you something I'm not going to be here a long time tonight I know y'all worked I know you had school I know you got it tomorrow so I'm not going to hold you up in a long time but I want to cover something just for a minute what happened here 10 spies came back and said we can't do it What they were really saying, brother, was God can't do it. It wasn't so much that we can't do it as he can't do it. And and, and God didn't like that at all. I'm just going to tell you right now, he can do anything. I said he can do anything. If he said it, he can do it. He's got the power to back it up. Anytime God makes a promise, Brother Dale, he invests the power in it to pay for it, praise God. When you get a promise from God, it's got the power associated with it already to open the door, to knock down the devils, to move them out of the way, and give you what God has promised you, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But watch, two came back and said we can do it, ten came back and said we can't do it. There is, by the time there's a crowd mentality that gets a hold of people sometimes. They, they, they get to hearing people saying, no, 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 I don't think we can do it. They, they got to hearing these 10 saying, no, 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 settle down, now settle down, settle down. Don't get too excited here. You know what happened? That crowd mentality took over. And it got these people to believe the fears of 10 men. 
It wasn't their fear. It was their, it, it was their, the, the brother's fear. It wasn't their personal fear. It was the men that went over's fear. Their fear transferred into the crowd and it began to multiply the way a crowd mentality will and it went from 10 to two and a half million that were saying, no, well, no, 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 we can't do it. Wasn't the two guys, well, three actually with Moses that was believing God can do what God said he could do. That crowd mentality spread. But you know what? That crowd mentality can move in another direction too. When just a few people would gather together and say, no, God can do it. 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 I don't care about the giant. God can do it. I don't care what the negative is. God can do it. I don't care what the battle is. God can do it. That mentality can flow. That's what I feel here tonight. That's what I feel here tonight. I feel folks saying he can do it. We've seen him do it. We've been there when he did it. We know he's able. We know he can do it. Oh, we know the power is able. My Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. We can have a revival here with 25 or 30 people praying through the Holy Ghost. We can have a revival here with 10 or 12 being healed, praise God, because the mentality of the people is saying, let's go forward. Let's move forward. Let's do It's revival. It's revival. But wait a minute. We got COVID. I know the water's overflowing. It always does at harvest time. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. Watch this. That little seed of doubt from 10 men got into two and a half million people and caused them to walk in the wilderness for 40 years until the doubters died. You know what I felt today? I felt this. There are people that are walking, not in faith, but they're walking, waiting on something to die out of their life. We don't want to walk forever waiting on something to die. They, the Lord brought them back. You know what? God is so kind. He'll bring us back again and again and again if that, to see if that doubt's got out of our life. But they were under the protection of God. They weren't going to be all slaughtered because God was still with them. But he knew, I've got to let the doubting element die out. I've got to let that part that's doubting get out of them so that they can move on and do what I want them to do. And God brought them back the second time. And when they came back the second time I could just imagine Joshua and Caleb they've been sitting down with some of those young men and saying look bud you, you don't understand the power of God you don't understand you saying well we got COVID going on and we got this going on and people not been working much I'm telling you there's a God that's able to put money in there's a God that's able to push COVID back there's a God that's able there's a God that's able and it's God's destiny that sooner or later this church is going to take off in revival you're not destined to stay where you are. You're not destined to stay what you are, the numbers you got here. No, no, no. I thank God for every one of you, but you're not destined to stay this way. You're going to have to make room for new folks coming in. That's a part of the promise. That's a part of the power of God. It's been prophesied over and over and over and over again. And it's time just to step up and say, we don't care about the water. We don't care about the flood. We don't care about the giants. We don't care about any of that. All we want to do is get into the potential, get into the promise, and watch the power of God do the work of God. 
Oh, let's love him. Let's love him. Let's love him. Let's love him. I feel a charge in the atmosphere. I feel a charge in the atmosphere. I loose the intercessors in here tonight. I loose those believers in here tonight. I loose you that are looking for the power of God. I loose you that are looking for revival. To let your spirit out tonight. Let your believers out tonight. Let your faith out tonight, praise God. And go ahead and rejoice over revival. Go ahead and rejoice over the power. Go ahead and rejoice over what God is going to do, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, come on, I feel it, I feel it. There's a crowd, there's a crowd mentality. We refuse to sit down, we refuse to be quiet. We refuse to give up, we refuse to settle, praise God. We want to see the hand of God. We want to see the power of God. We want to see revival, praise God. Clap your hands, everybody wants revival. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, I'm not trying to promote me a place to preach. I'm promoting revival here. I don't care who preaches it. I don't care Brother Gandhi can preach every service or he can get to Brother Greg or whoever. I'm just telling you, I feel it in this church. I feel it in the atmosphere. I feel something in the Holy Ghost. And if we go ahead and praise him and magnify him and get excited about the promise, then God will open doors that we can't open, praise God. Ah, I proclaim it revival. I pro- somebody else proclaim revival. Somebody else proclaim baptism of the Holy Ghost. Somebody else proclaim it, praise God. I'm not going to be held back by, re- by fears. I'm not going to be held back by somebody else's fears, praise God. Mm. You know the devil's slick. He probably won't come to you and say, now, I got a fear. He'll say, I got a concern. <laughs> that's, just a, that's just another term for I got a fear. No, 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 no. Let's don't have that. Our God's bigger than that. Our God's stronger than that. Our God's able. 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 Praise God. I'm going to proclaim it. Our God is able. Our God is able. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Greater is he that's in life church than every devil walking up and down the streets of Tyler. Greater is the God of life church than COVID. Greater is the God of life church than cancer. Greater is the God of life church than strokes. Greater is the God of life church than possession by the enemy by all kinds of things that hell has put in lives. Praise God. Oh, come on. Let's love him a little bit more. I feel the Holy Ghost flowing. I feel the Holy Ghost flowing. I feel the Holy Ghost flowing. The step that changed the world. Hallelujah. 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 The prophet said, Look, the river's overflowing, but take up that ark, and when you step into the water, when you take that final step, it's going to push the waters back. It's going to pile up the waters on this side. Jordan was a mighty river, but and it was in, in flood time. But when the priests put their feet in the water, the water began to build up on one side and began to build up on the other side. I'm talking about a God that's able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or even think according to the power that worketh within us. 
Praise God. I'm talking about a God that wants you to have revival. I'm talking about a God that has prophesied revival. Oh, am I talking about a God that you have worshiped and praised and magnified? And I'm telling somebody right now, it may be COVID season, it may be flu season, it may be whatever, but I'm telling you it's time to get up and stand up and say, we're ready to move into revival. We're ready to move into the promised land. We're ready to do what God wants us to do. We're ready to follow and be obedient to the word of God. We're ready for the power to be. If you're ready, stand up to your feet and praise him a little bit. Stand up on your feet and worship him a little bit. Make it ring in the building tonight. Make it ring in the building tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's make it really ring. Make it really ring. Make it really ring. Make it really ring. Hallelujah. In the power of the Holy Ghost. In the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, Lord. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Pour it out in abundance. God of heaven, let revival come in abundance, Lord. Things we never saw before, let it come in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Remain standing. Sister, come to the keyboard just for a minute. I'm not going to be here long. I'm telling somebody, you're back at Jordan. It's time to step out. There's some ministries that God has talked to you about. There's some things you've prayed about. There's some things you've wanted in the Holy Ghost. You know what? I believe with all my heart it's time to take a step of faith. For 40 years, Israel walked, but not one step of that was faith. That was just allowing time for doubt to die. That's all it was. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. There's some people that have walked and walked and walked. And to be very honest with you, it hadn't been faith. It's been because you had too much fear to step into the promises of God. I'm not condemning you. No, 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 no. And the Holy Ghost is not condemning you. God is bringing us back to this place. Back to this place, back to that river, back to the place where they failed before. God's bringing them back again and saying the promise is still there. The promise is still there. They said, but there's giants in there. You know, brother, young, I got to thinking this evening. There were giants in the promised land. Giants. Brother Dale, there were giants outside the promised land. Huh. We're going to face giants whether we're in or out. We're going to face them whether we're going or coming. We're going to have battles with them. Why don't we go into the will of God? Why don't we walk into our promise? Why don't we walk in expecting the power of God? Why don't we step in and say, God, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready because the battle is not mine. The battle is yours. You're the one that told us to come. You're the one that told us it was going to happen. You're the one that said you was going to give this to us. Now here we are. Lift your hands all over the building if you're ready to step into what God has called you to be and to do. Oh my. I'm just going to tell you now. There's a step of faith. You can step right up here tonight and begin to just let the Lord know I'm ready to step into my promise. I'm ready to step into my destiny. 
I'm ready to go a step closer. I see the flood. I know there's giants, but I'm believing in you and I'm trusting in you. And I know that you're going to carry us forth. Church as a whole. We know when we pray new people through, we have to deal with things. We know we have to help them get through some things. But that's okay. We're willing. That's what we're called for. That's what we want to be doing. We want to be helping new people learn how to worship. We want to be helping new people learn how to pray. We want to be helping new people learn how to give. We want to be helping new people. We've been trained for it. We've been, oh my Lord, we've been prepared for it. But again, he's done a great job preparing us for this. God of heaven, we're ready to step in. We're ready to become revival center of Tyler. We're ready to become, dear Lord, the catalyst for revival in East Texas. We're ready for folks to come on a Wednesday night to see what we're doing to bring about growth. God, we're ready, we're ready, we're ready, we're ready for you to manifest your power through us and in us and by us and for us. We're ready, Lord, to step into the promise. We're ready, Lord, to put the fear behind us. Put the fear behind us. Quit letting other people's fears hold us back. Oh, la ba ka ya da la ba ka ta ya da la.